This episode of Ask Jillian is sponsored by Sundayscaries.com, CBD that helps you enjoy your days like you enjoy your coffee without having a friggin' nervous breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Ask Jillian. With me, as always, is Lizzie. Hi, everybody. Today, we are very excited because we have with us someone that, well, we're going to get into our personal background, but... On a professional level, I met you. Her name is Amanda Salas, by the way, because Liz is like, why do you take forever to get to you the person's name? You do take a long time. <laughs> right? a big Fuck intro, off, Liz. Usually. Anyway, yeah. well, you're going to find a lot of fighting here, Amanda. Sorry <laughs> about that. Um, but Amanda Salas, I met you, I think, on the set of H... What's it called? HTL. Hollywood, yeah. yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood Today, Today Live. Live. Mm-hmm. And I remember you had this long, black, gorgeous hair... And I remember telling everyone I was going to be on Sharknado 4. And they were like, ooh, we're so excited. Oh, my God, how prestigious. And I'm like, they should have a... Amanda, buckle Hold in, lady. Where's the seatbelt? Oh yeah, buckle in. There's going to be a lot of that coming up. I just up. love you drop the Sharknado 4 like... Oh my God, Amanda! Wow. They made six of them. They're a big deal. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. And I was killed in number four. But no, what's hysterical is that everyone on the set got so excited that I was in Sharknado that I started getting excited. Then I go, "Holy fuck! I hope I'm in it." Because what if the producer calls now and I've said it? But I yes. was, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we should have the shark come here, and it could kill everybody." Anyway, long story short. You go from there to my former, to Good Day. Mm-hmm. Now, did you go to Fox or did you go right to Good Day LA? I went to Fox 11 in the evening. In the evening. Yeah. That's where I started oh, too, on the did? 10 o'clock. Yeah. Me too. 10 Is o'clock. That, isn't mm-hmm. that funny? Okay. Now, fast forward. I get a call from Michelle Palfrey, mm-hmm. my producer, my old producer, my, excuse me, my, you're not old. You're still young and gorgeous. <laughs> By the way, she's here. She's here. My former behind producer, the behind the scenes of Always Good Day behind the scenes, yeah. Making the magic happen. Or under the covers. And so oh. she says, <laughs> I need you to uh, call a friend of mine who has just been diagnosed. And I think I had cancer for, I don't know, like a few months. I had a, was I already? I was already in chemo. And... I think that was the first time we spoke, right? It is. And I remember when she told me about your diagnosis, it really hit her hard. She was very hurt. She was laughing? And, uh, yeah, it hit her oh. hard. <laughs> I mean, I remember having to call her to, to try to talk with her because she was so sad. And then mm. cut to two months later, I got my own diagnosis. <gasps> This is crazy. Okay. Yeah. I want to know, because you have been such a warrior with your... I kind of went introverted because I had the kids and I was going through a depression and gaining so much weight and drinking more. Like I didn't want anyone to see me. You know, I was like, I, I, I just, I was like, what's happening to me? You were the opposite. You were like, I am going to fucking attack this. I'm, I'm going to post every chemo. I'm going to burst out. Like you were, it was like song and dance hour at the goddamn hospital. I was like, <laughs> she would come out like jazz hands. Blah, blah. And I go, holy shit. Like you're amazing. And she got diagnosed after me and she's already Light years, that was your approach, and it really worked for you. Take us back to when you first had a weird feeling that something was up. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, being that, and you're familiar with this, working in television, you're watching yourself sometimes, and not in a vain way, just more, you're what more... What can learn alert. from? Yes, what can I do different? Exactly. What can I, yeah. Like football players re-watching yeah. the plays. And I would watch a lot of my press junkets, and I started noticing that my face was getting more and more swollen. Oh. And... You'd have friends ask, uh, did you have dental work? And oh. I'd say no. And then, you know, you're in LA when you have friends ask, did you get filler? <laughs> <laughs> and I, and right? I have not, and, yeah. and I didn't. And I said, no. And I was going through personal battles, breakup. And I was, mm. I thought because the weight loss that that was why, 
but I was losing weight, but my face was getting more swollen. So it wasn't matching. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It was Toy Story 4 where I started looking around. And if you're familiar with Pixar movies, yeah. you know that the characters like The Incredibles and Woody, they're skinny and they have big heads. Yeah. That's what I look like. Really? A Pixar character. Yes. Stop it. And I remember joking, saying, hey, you're supposed to interview the Pixar characters, not look like them. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about method reporting over here. <laughs> and um, it was Tom Hanks I was talking to, and I was rewatching the footage in mm. the edit bay at work. And I said, this is, this is too much. My face is so swollen. You can't even tell I have a neck. And that's when I went to a holistic doctor because I was misdiagnosed four or five times. They thought it was allergies. They thought it was stress. They thought I wasn't Whoa. sleeping enough. Because was that the only symptom that you had? Were you feeling all right otherwise? No, I was very itchy. Weight loss, swollen face, and extreme itch. And okay, well, I wish, I wish I had the weight loss issue, but uh, unfortunately I did have the bloated face and the itch, but mine was on my neck. Where was your, my back of my neck? I could not dig in hard enough, long yep. enough, strong enough to alleviate or just go for one second. Oh, that felt good. No, no. no. Dig, no. dig, dig, right? Extreme itch. It's like, oh, you're cute with your cortisone putting it on your topical itch. No, <laughs> this was like yeah. red ants were yeah. inside your bloodstream. Yeah. That intense. Every night, I would actually get up, go to my bathroom, and plop down in the sink and let the cold water just splash on me to get relief. It was that bad. So... This okay, so you go to the holistic doctor mm -hmm. after you had already had misdi—four, four, misdiagnosis. Okay, because yep. you were very what? young. Do you think oh, that yeah. might have been why? Well, how, you're young thought. now. Well, thank you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I came here, really. <laughs> yes. Thank you. No, oh, well, because you're thinking I'm I'm young. I'm healthy. healthy. Like what? Yeah. The, no wh pre-existing health conditions. I remember one sassy doctor, and yeah, he said to me, "You're not getting enough sleep." And I said to him, that's why my face is getting swollen. And I'll never forget, he looked at me and said, yeah, you're a reporter, Google it. Of course, that's why your face what? is swollen. And I- What the fuck does that even mean? Right? I, I, oh, he was one of my first calls after I got out of the hospital. Because oh, one good. Of my to first say, guess what, calls. motherfucker? Yeah. I, you better, mm -hmm, oh my god! Better memorize my symptoms yeah. because those are classic non-Hodgkin lymphoma symptoms. Okay. So this is the diagnosis. So the that holistic we come to. doctor was able to put holistic the doctor. Now it was wow. out of pocket. I had to spend four hundred dollars. They didn't take insurance. Uh. Now think about it. Have I bought a pair of Louboutins? Have I bought a pair of <laughs> right. Madewell jeans even that were a couple hundred bucks? So what is it to spend a few for hundred health. for your health? So I spend $400 going to this holistic doctor and he does all the other tests the other doctors do, except the only difference is he writes me an order for an ultrasound on my neck to see if it's thyroid related. Okay. And they had checked my blood levels, which is ironic because lymphoma is a blood, blood cancer, cancer, but they can't tell through a blood test. I, okay. You are teaching me so much. And I was surprised about that too. So that he oh, writes me wow. the order for the ultrasound and I go, and that's when they discovered a mass. Were you by yourself? I was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how did, do they come out and say the C word to you right away? No, they can't. Cause you know, everything now oh, is liable and they, they're not mm. doctors and they can't. That's so, funny. you know, what's funny is that's my funny. work is in Santa Monica and I tried to call to get an appointment at an ultrasound place. Cause the doctor said, you can go anywhere that does yeah. ultrasound technology. They had one appointment in Glendale and I said, Glendale, that's not near me or my work, but something told me just take it. Yeah. So they had one appointment. And then the next one available wasn't until two weeks that was near me. I said, Ooh. fine, I'll, I'll drive to Glendale. I called oh, my manager. I said, I'm going to be late. I have to go to Glendale first for this ultrasound, but I'll be in half hour, oh hour my tops. Oh my God. Never went back because for seven months wow. because I went there and the ultrasound technician, they, they do what they have to do. Yeah. 
Then they say, okay, now will you wait in the waiting room? She obviously saw something. She yeah. couldn't tell me. Waiting room? Why do I have to go yeah. in the waiting room? Yeah. Then she comes. Can you come back in? This is when I start to get shaky yeah. and nervous because why is she asking me yeah. to come back in? So I'm texting my mom. Something's off. Mm. This time she's going a little further down with her, I think, wand. Yeah. Tool. For lack of a better. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. had ultrasounds. Right. I don't even know what the hell it is. Tool. Yeah. And uh, she goes, okay, can you wait back in the waiting room? Okay, now now you're not letting me go. Yeah. So now I'm starting to cry, and there's other people. So oh, so you 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 cried, not, not but you yeah, knew. You I knew, knew because your your intuition told you. I knew, yeah. yeah. So I, I asked if there was a private waiting room because I was just getting hysterical. Yeah. And I'll never forget, Jillian, they came out with the envelope, and I'm sure you know the moment too. They came out with an envelope, and they said, you need to go to the hospital right away. Yeah. And I said, why? Sorry, we're not at liberty to tell you. Oh my God. And how do you not tell somebody why oh. they have to go to the emergency room? Oh, that's horrible. So I said again, why? Inside the envelope, it said <gasps> oh my God. mass was found and it had the measurements of the oh. mass. And Could you, you even by yourself? Mm -hmm. And they're saying drive yourself to the hospital. Luckily, there was one right next door in Glendale. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're in a city you're kind of not really familiar right. with and you're getting this diagnosis. It's all coming. You're looking at the envelope, what's mm -hmm. inside of it, and you're seeing the, the, cause they do tell you how big masses are. Yeah, they do. Were you able to even understand? Cause I look no. at it like that's doctor speak. Do, I don't even understand. Don't this. give me numbers. Don't tell me to go yeah. west on the street, right or left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I need you to tell me. So I asked the doctor finally, cause they repeated the same numbers. And I said, how big is that? Like a golf ball? And he says, bigger. And Ooh. I said, like a grapefruit, and this is when you know you're in LA. Oh gosh. Like an organic grapefruit. Oh my god. Which stop it! But I know what he meant. <laughs> they are a little smaller. That's hysterical. Yeah, they are, you Thank know, you. They are, are a little, little smaller. smaller. That's like an oh organic my god. hysterical. I mean, I, it's horrific. Well, now we can laugh about it. Yeah. You know? But so then what happens to you after you get that diagnosis? So they have to keep you in the hospital. And be, that, that's why my face was getting swollen. The mass was pressing down, causing lack of blood flow, which is why my face was blowing up like a balloon. So they say to me, we have to start chemotherapy on you right away to wait, shrink wait, wait. the tumor. Wait, wait, This is in the same mm -hmm, day? Mm-hmm. Well, first you have to get the biopsy to determine. Yeah, I did, yeah. Did. but you when you know, you know. Like for yeah. my situation was a little different because I was with a bunch of people and I was at an event that I had done yearly, and this was the twelfth year. So I was like, I'm making cocktails. I'm the you know, I'm like, ah. and then just what you're saying. When it gets quiet, that's when you fucking worry because yeah. I was there. Yep. And normally you, they you know, and my breasts were mine, so they'd always squish them down. And it was fine. But apparently, when I took my shirt off. And I heard this later, Lisa Ashley, who knows the woman who runs the pancake machine, um, she saw my nipple was inverted and she was like, that's a sign. Oh. And then... Did they say that? They said that to nope. you? Nope. Oh. Nope. Just to her. She said... She I, just observed it. Mm -hmm. She observed it and said nothing until I found out. But as, so I kept getting called back, like, right? So I'd go up and make more cocktails and then they would call up and they'd go, oh, we need her to come back down. I'm like, I just did my mammogram. We need you to come back down. Did ultrasound. Go back up. They call again. I'm like, what the fuck? Go back down. Uh, 45 uh, minutes of silence. And I'm like, okay. I go back up. I said, I'm not going to stress out until I hear the C word, right? I'm back making cocktails. And <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. Okay, something's off, but fuck it. I'm fine. And I'm making cocktails. And then uh, my regular fucking practicing doctor calls me. And he goes, I go, hello? And he goes, how are you? I'm like, I'm okay. What's up? And he yeah. goes, you sound like you're in really good spirits. I'm like, uh, yeah, we're partying. What's Should up? I not be? Right. Yeah. And he goes, no, I'm just, you're dealing with cancer very well. I go, what? <gasps> no, that's not how you found yeah. out. No. And I'm still there. And then I went to Lisa Ashley. I go, I think I have to go now. 
And she's like, what? And I go, I think I have cancer. And she's like, what? And then it's, I got in the car and I remember driving home completely like, and then they said to me, which was really before I got in the car, they said, we need you to get a biopsy tomorrow. Do not wait one week. You need to go tomorrow. And I'm like, but tomorrow's a Saturday. They're like, you don't understand. And that's when I went and they put the needle through and he, the, even the biopsy guy, they were so nice because they are not supposed to say anything either. But he goes, do you see what we're looking at? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you see your other breast? He goes, like on the ultrasound. And then he put the needle in. And that's when I knew for sure. So when you find this news out, you know, I come home now. I'm like, I have the to tell biopsy the sucks. Biopsy fucking oh, hurt. That hurt. Why can't they put you to sleep, sleep when they do this? You know, they told me take a Xanax. Oh, I did. It did it's nothing. It's terrible that you hear the clipping of the cells. Horrible. So oh, what they do is they put a yeah. needle in and they're grabbing oh, your yeah. cells. They're clipping, they're clipping pieces mm -hmm. of your tissue off. Yeah. And you hear it, and that's why my breast completely went dark and black, bruised. Was your? What? I threw up. I had to turn oh. over, and the nurses held me. I threw up because it hurts, and also and the, the sound. The sound. It's mental. Yeah. So. Okay, so take us back. Now you are... They confirmed it was a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And, and did you know what that... Like for me? No. Okay, that's what I'm... No. Breast cancer, breast cancer. I get are, it. You are a reporter, so you went and Googled it. I Googled it. it. Right? Yeah. I did Fuck Google you. it. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, you don't really know what lymphoma is until somebody unfortunately tells you that you have it. And then you start looking it up and you learn that it's cancer of the lymph nodes and you learn that they test you under your armpit for your Correct. glands as well as... Well, that's what I'm curious about because I did have lymph node cancer as well. They pulled out 18 and six were cancerous. But with you, it is under your arms. I did notice later, I had a bump under there, but I thought it was from my weight gain. Now that I think about it, I didn't have it on my left arm. Now you go back. And so you, look you go at the, back and you think go these, back. Did you have that? Did you notice a swelling under no, your No, because I didn't have it here. It, mine was Your's in my metastinum. It was Tell in us what does that mean? Metastinum is, because uh, I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's the area, a chamber, if you will, between your heart and your lungs. Wow. And so that's why it's PMBCL, primary metastinal. How quickly we learn mm -hmm. all of these terms that, you know, it, yeah. You just become your own. You have to be your own advocate. So you oh, ended 100%. up hundred percent. But it can also take you down a dark road. And I, yeah. I right. So I was kind of ignorant, and so I was like, oh, one in eight women get breast cancer. Then I read that one in four when it comes back, it's it's fatal. I'm like, what? Yeah. Did you go down that road too? Yes. Well, the reason uh, most people, my cancer is treatable. It is lymphoma. But the hardest part is getting the diagnosis because yeah. it really yeah. does disguise itself as the flu or you're allergy. Tired. You're tired. Fatigue was another symptom, but I just oh, thought because yeah. I was traveling a lot and working sure. a lot that that was why. And you know, emotionally going through hardships. So. Isn't it amazing that life? You like things are fucking amazing, and then yeah. all of a sudden life just goes. I think I'll shit on you. Things are really good for you. Yeah, it's a step back, sister. So it's funny time. you say and that. It, yes. Right, and it all hits you at the same time, and you're just like oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. And it's sort of how you come out of it. And that's what brings me back to how you handled it, which was so incredible. So take us back to you telling your mom now. So now- Well, my mom got on a one-way flight with my grandmother, Aww. my 84-year-old grandmother in Totemima. And I called her when they told me I had to go to the ER and I was in tears and she just <sighs> booked, they're in From Vegas. 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 Okay. Her and my grandma put a few pairs of clothes in a tote bag, got on a Southwest flight, God bless. flew in one way, and they came right to the hospital. And they were actually in the room when the doctor said, most it, <sighs> most likely I'm sure that it's lymphoma. I don't know if it's <sighs> Hodgkin's or non-Hodgkin's yet. Mm -hmm. We have to do the biopsy. But either way, they said, if so it is, you're, they you have to- They made it on time for you to hear- Yeah. 
Oh, that must have been. Because you know how you wait so long in the waiting room with filling out your paperwork and this and that. It's a 45 minute flight. They just took it. And the, I think the woman at the Southwest counter, my mom was very emotional and she was going to get on a six o'clock flight, but there happened to be a couple spots open on an earlier flight and they didn't charge her any extra fee. And yeah, that's good. So you got through that with them. And then what do you stay at the hospital the whole time? Had to stay at the hospital because I had 24 hour chemo. So I, I remember you telling yeah, me she had I, to wear a backpack I, with yeah. it on at home. At home, they let me go. Yeah. When you talk about the organic grapefruit tumor, <laughs> yeah, did they remove that? Did no, they shrink so it, it? I mean, what was the plan? So they said to me, it was. I was like, which one do I want with with this situation or scenario? They said if the biopsy comes back and it's non-cancerous, we we have to remove the tumor and you'll have to get some radiation, but you're going to have a scar from oh. here all the way down. And wow. if it is cancerous, you're going to get chemo and you're going to lose your hair, but it'll grow back and you'll have just a port scar. I'm like, well, which one? Hmm. So that's how they told uh, you kind of like very yeah, nonchalantly. I'm thinking, and to have a doctor say, probably best to do the chemo route. Wow. Okay. Because you're still going to have to do radiation, even if it's not because you had a tumor there. You know, let this be a lesson for doctors that are listening. Yes. You know, bedside manner mm-hmm. is is a lot. It's huge. It's, it's, it's a better lot of- if I had ca- Okay. Yeah. Well, because I won't have a scar down here, but they don't yeah. know about the mental and emotional scars you end up having. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And that's a whole other road. When yeah. did you start? I, I remember my mental... Uh, first of all, it was a little different because I, I was like, okay, I, br- I came home. I was like, Mommy's got cancer, but you know what? I was like, Deb, my friend Deb Tate had I was like, remember? I would call her Auntie Deb. Auntie Deb had cancer, yeah. And they were like, yeah, she's fine. But she had a lumpectomy and radiation. Mine was far more severe, but I, of course, was not going to tell them that. No, no. So when my hair fell out, oh, when I, I was like, after one treatment, I came home and I wasn't quite prepared and when I was brushing my hair, it was all falling out. And Ruby, God bless her, she shaved it off. I know, with her bar. And then with she her, did her Barbie. God I remember bless her. your post. Because yes. I followed you on Twitter even before. Did you have cancer then? No. No. Was, well, oh if I gosh. did. No, I followed you on Twitter for for a bit before my diagnosis. But I remember seeing that you, you wow. posted that Ruby yeah. shaved her Barbies. Because yes. she thought it looked strong yes. like her mom. And yeah. I thought that was such a beautiful moment. And again, foreshadowing, you never know. And then you, there you were a couple months later. And so when... The backpack of chemo. I want to hear so about that. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, have, okay. oh yeah. Fanny pack of chemo. Did your hair fall out after one treatment like mine? So How did I it had, so And they, then we're going to talk about the fanny pack. I wish they would just be honest with you. Yeah. More so than trying to spare your feelings. When I said, am I going to... First two questions. Will I be able to have children? Oh. And will I lose my hair? Wow. The, and both answers were, you should be able to have children... Most, you, you know, people do have children after this kind of chemo and, and this cancer. And you may lose your hair or get thinning. Uh, no, you lose your hair after the first run. This is, yeah. I had five different chemos in one bag, one Ooh. cocktail. Yeah, I was losing my hair. I was losing my eyebrow hair, my oh, eyelashes. I lost it all too. Yeah. They need to tell you that because yeah. the one thing they... I remember you telling me, you're like, uh, well... You said most women lose their pubic hair, but you'd already laced your, your yeah, doll Yeah, mine off. was already go, hardwood. Oh, my God. It's, it's usual TMI but, with you, but yeah, I was like, oh, my God. But here's what happened for me. My my, my um, oncologist sat me down, and my sister flew in from Canada. Thank God Dawn was there. Because she spent three hours with me 
explaining what our attack goal was. I said, I'm going to be, I want to be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't need these tits. I said, I've already done a bunch of men's magazines. They've already <laughs> fed my kids. I don't give a yeah. shit anymore. I'm not dating. I'm never getting fucking married again. Chop them off. And she was like, wow. Okay. Then she's like, okay, here's your chemo plan. And I go, all right. So when does the hair fall out? I was like, yeah. a couple months in. And she's like, um, no, after your first treatment, I go, stop it. Yeah. And she goes, no. And then my sister took notes because they give you so much information. It's so almost a binder. A binder. I know. You don't. So my medication. Yes. And my sister sat there and took copious notes. Yeah. And I was like, like an hour go by, I go, so I'm going to lose my hair on the first round, like the first day or the first round. And she's like, no, no, no. The first time you have chemo, you're going to lose your hair. And isn't that funny? Because we're both in television. You know, I've never been one, and Michelle knows this. I don't, I mean, yeah, sure, you know, it's nice to look nice, but I don't give a shit. I always want to be the funnier girl, right? So I didn't That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, we're similar in that way. And it's a good thing. So many beautiful girls in this city. How many can tell a joke? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that was always my attitude. So it didn't crush me. And I was like, okay, you know, you move on. Let's be really aggressive about this. When they said to you, you know, did they give you options as far as you, you said, okay, it's, I don't oh, the cold capping. Yes. How they, mine wouldn't have worked because I was 24 hour chemo. The cold oh. capping is for the women who, or men uh, yeah. who go in and have maybe six round cycles. Cause they have to put, it's almost like dry ice Ooh. on so your what scalp. It is. And so, but what she said to me, if you don't want to lose your hair, you can do the four hour. It's a four hour treatment before your chemo. So I go, wait a second. So I'm going to do three hours on the radio, drive here to Cedars, do four hours so that my head gets basically frozen. It's so when the chemo goes up there, they assume the follicles are already dead. So there's nothing to kill. So they go away. Right. And that you can still lose 40 to 50% of your hair anyway. So I was like, fuck that. Then they said, I'm not going to be away from my kids that often. I don't want to be four hours away. I don't have that kind of vanity in me. I just don't. And then they said, well, you can put your hands in ice water. I go, oh, I'm from Canada. Fuck that. Yeah. Meaning, so your nails don't turn black. Right. Because na- they don't tell you your nails turn black too. Yeah. And fall off or? No, no, just turn no, black. They turn black. I have like tiger stripes. I had black thumbs, black yeah. toenails. Yep. Same. But one of the things they didn't tell me they said, you're going to lose your hair. Nobody said anything about eyebrows, whatever. So I was like you yeah. in the beginning. And Eyelashes. I t- you, I remember her and I talking on the phone. Oh, yeah. and she said, I said, I'm going to tell you something and not, don't freak out. They're going to tell you you're going to lose your hair. That's one thing. Cause I looked at all her pictures and she looked gorgeous with a, she looked like she had a buzz cut. She still has her gorgeous brows nice. and her eye makeup. I said, mm-hmm. you're going to lose your brows and eyelashes. And that's when you start to fucking feel sick. You're at right. least for me. Right. I turned in the mirror one day and I was like, why is Uncle Fester in my house from the, at-? you know what I mean? I was like, totally. Who are you? Who are you? And they don't tell you too that no. everything dries out. So when you wake up in the morning, I don't know if you had this, just uh, the natural lubrication in your eyes that helps you open you your have, eyes you in the morning. You don't have it. So your so, eyes don't open. So your eyes actually don't really open in the morning. You have to, I had to pry. sometimes pry my eyes open. So I use these drops that they gave me. So it's all these little things that nobody tells tells you. you. So it's good. If you're listening right now, I hope that you never have to experience this. But if you're listening and you do, it's good to know. I mean, I have a family member that's going through some of this right now. And so it's good for me to even know. But I remember knocking on your door 
I knew you'd shaved your head, but I was you not prepared. I, I was, was not prepared. People, yeah. And you always had such a good attitude that, you know, you opened the door and like, I started to cry. You're like, God, <laughs> like, how do I look? And I I'm go, like, am I that bad? I'm like, well, not good. <laughs> like, oh, and I was bad. honestly, I was green because I, yes. I was, I was so bloated. And that's the other thing they don't tell you. The steroids that Prednisone are in your- Prednisone is the <laughs> worst enemy. I heard I was going on chemo. I got very excited in the sense that I thought I'm going to be a fucking twig. Go in <laughs> yeah. as a pig and leave as a twig. Twig. This is beautiful. So, no. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Go in as a pig? You go in as a twig and you leave as a twig, right? Did not uh, happen. Mine was the other way. I went in as a twig and <laughs> I could not as a twig. <laughs> so yeah. now you get in there and you're on this and you start seeing these physical changes, but you know in your heart that okay. this chemo that you're wearing, and we're going to talk about that backpack because I, I was like, oh, yeah. you were telling me about I said, just remember, Amanda, that the chemo is your friend. Like, make peace with it because mm-hmm. it is killing it's killing the cancer. the cancer. And yes, physically, we're going to look different for a period of time. Shockingly so in some cases, Liz would say. <laughs> but but it is going to change your life forever. Now, before we go any life, further, hopefully. it's going to save your life. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back out, we're going to talk about the chemo pack. Here's something you may or may not know about me. Um, because my mind races so much, I don't sleep very well, especially these days. I get about five, six hours a night, and I was struggling with it. I'm not going to lie. And so I discovered Sunday Scaries. And what they do is not only do they help relax me, they just put me in a nice, peaceful mindset so that I'm well-rested when my head hits the pillow, as opposed to being anxious and constantly staring at the ceiling. If you are one of those people that, you know, don't want to take pills to fall asleep, I do not want to take pills to fall asleep, uh, and you want to try something a little more natural, a little more healing, try CBD. Now, it's not what you might think about CBD. You might think THC. That's the stuff that gets you maybe a little bit of a high or a buzz. This does not have that. In fact, these CBD gummies are going to make you a a well-functioning human being when you wake up. You're just going to feel like you got a great night's sleep and you're going to feel really, really good the next day instead of feeling, you know, horrible like I was getting four hours of sleep and feeling like crap in the morning. So... If you want to get 25% off, go to sundayscaries.com right now and use my name as a promo code. And I want to know how you feel about them. Do they take the edge off? They work for me. I want to know how they're working for you. So go to sundayscaries.com, use the promo code Jillian for 25% off right now at sundayscaries.com. All right, we're back with Amanda Salas, who has uh, been so gracious to come today. She is on Good Day LA. She started on the 10 o'clock news. We have a lot in common. Yes. Before that, she was with Hollywood Today Live, which they had these great studios in Hollywood. And you guys covered all entertainment. Yep. And you've been in the entertainment world now for years. You suddenly find out, you're like, hmm, my face is bloated. I'm looking strange. Yep. That you have non Hodgkin's lymphoma mm-hmm. cancerous. Mm-hmm. They put you on a chemo of yeah. how many months were you on? Um, I did six rounds of chemo um, every three weeks, and it, but it was 24-7 chemo. So tell me about that. So right. I would go into Cedars and do four hours on a drip. What did you do? What is yeah. this? That, and it's it's so funny when you have uh, chemo jealousy in the cancer community. and you. Think, I'm going to say when her hair was, I was like, fuck, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, she got cancer after me, <laughs> but her hair seems to be growing faster than mine. I, no, I don't even know. I think your hair is longer. <laughs> no, no, I straightened have, it today. You both have, yeah, her hair straightened today. Otherwise, no, I'm, cur- I'm, you am I as curly as her curlier? No, you know why uh, mine is not pretty? I have straight and then curly cues at the end. I bet it is gorgeous. No, it's not like yours. Like- yours is consistently beautifully 
curled. Mine oh, is yeah. straight, like olive oil. And then I got these fucking wings that sprout out yeah, of you nowhere. Don't style it. Oh, right. you're, right. Unless you're if just you... bobbing your head around to make me laugh. Okay. But like the way you <laughs> today, I love it. I love you, you do. Yeah, this yes, is, a this good is look. adorable. Okay. And I were, you could style it and make it look amazing, but a lot I of just times choose you, not to. Yes. I want to be hideous. Okay, so <laughs> wait, okay, so now talk to us about this chemo pack because I remember yeah. you telling me about it. I was like, oh, I don't even know what that is. I didn't either. You know, and the first time they had me, they monitor uh, you, they monitored me, and they had me in the hospital for five straight days getting 24 hour chemo. So Oh being in a hospital bed, using the bathroom, I'd have to bring in oh, the pole, the, the pole yeah. and everything. I'd be hooked onto the chemo for 24 hours I can't hours even. A day. I, I only did it four hours, and having to take a leak was like a big fucking oh, asshole. Oh, yeah, showering with chemo. Okay, so you how wrap, does that work? They wrap your um, well, arm. The, the, well, the oh, first the... time, they weren't able to get my port in because the tumor was blocking it. So, you know, I'm going to tell you, I had, had to, to have, I had to get chemo through my groin. The first time, Shut what is they that? had to put oh, a porticath, a tube, uh, if you will, in my groin. So I remember the guy came in, and again, it's local anesthesia yeah. on top. Topical. Topical. Yeah. Ew, that and does nothing. It's like a cutting of a razor, and they put this thing inside you because they're feeding the chemo through. They only can feed chemo through certain veins. So it was a male nurse. It was a male oh. and was, surgeon, and I'm and you're, a young, uh, you're Amanda Salas from television, which makes it like it's and so. I'm, much. I'm like I'm at the gynecologist office just everything hanging out from waist down and I said to him Gosh. wow usually a guy buys me a drink first before yeah, I'm in I'm this like, position oh. like there wasn't a female you're like really and oh. when I say drink I mean three months of dinner and dating <laughs> you know what I mean just have to keep it 100 and he just takes a moment and just picks up his scalpel and has a giggle and then goes right back to it but then Ooh. the second round I was able to get my port in but so okay tell me about first of all they put it in the, the your your uh, groin. Yeah, I, I still am trying to you even had, understand. So I how have this that video. Works. You have these tubes coming out of your okay. hospital gown, and oh, it's connected God. to chemo, and it's going in through. And your have groin. you ever sat and looked at how slow a chemo drip? I was. Oh I put, yeah. I posted it on Instagram. It got like fifteen thousand people. Like I go, it's this so is slow. how fucking slow chemo is, and yeah. it goes like drip. Oh, it's drip. a slow drip because it's po drip. it's poison. Yeah, you know, and they have to closely wow. monitor how much you're getting. So the first round I had to be in the hospital and the doctor said to me, we're thinking for the second round, you can get chemo at home. And I'm thinking someone's going to come to my house yeah. and give me chemo at home. He's like, no, we're going to give you a fanny pack. This made me so many layers of nervous. Yeah. What if it spills? Of course. What if something happens? What do you mean? I have to sleep with this fanny pack, shower with this fanny pack. It is a black fanny pack like, like the Dwayne Rock? the Rock Johnson. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, Michelle has seen it. Oh it my is God. a... It is black, and you and you snap it, and it hooks to your port, and you have to go back to the hospital every day so they can change out your bag of chemo. Yeah, and they they have it calculated like a big calculator on how much you're getting per hour. So I asked, you how, had to know yeah. numbers too, right? Because how I, much chemo am I getting? And they said like a shot glass an hour of chemo. Yeah. For 24 hours. That's a lot. Five that's days. A, that's a lot of poison in your body. Yeah. When you think about it. I mean, that is. That's why I hate when people say you had the good cancer. What's the good cancer? There's no fucking There's no thing. good cancer. No. And I didn't I, get the good chemo. No. And when they talk to, I remember uh, so many people. And the other thing is everyone's journey is so different. So yeah. when I said, first of all, people would say, what kind of breast cancer do you have? The whole community. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just said, chop my tits off. They're like, you must be joking. I'm like, no, I'm not actually. Right. So it took me until recently. I'm like, oh. I'm a HER2 negative. I didn't know that. Right. With, with, with estrogen positive. Um, what does that mean? So...
you're right. There are many different, and everyone's different. But I remember somebody saying to me, ooh, you're taking the, you have to go on the red devil. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's, that's what makes you lose your hair if you're having the red devil. You had the red devil too? Yeah, I So did. they have to put it in a photosynthesis bag because it's so light. Like it can't, it, it, it's light sensitive. Very much. Mm-hmm. Oh. But everyone told me you're going to vomit on it. You're going to, and so they're all scared. And you're like, and I took it like a fucker. I was like, there's no big deal. Then I went oh. on the other one, the tax, uh, whatever. And that's when tax I started. Taxol, is it? Taxol. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but I didn't do it. I had for Vin five. Christine and the Red Devil, and I did actually Mambo Number no. Five. I did a parody song with <laughs> listing oh, my I'm chemos. not surprised. Yeah, because I wanted to know. You know, and they they just think to you, oh, you know, they give you these big printouts and binders yeah. that have everything. No, just tell me the name. Okay, Vin Christine. So you were you one of those people that you like? I didn't ask questions. I'm like, just do what you got to do. And I didn't know for the longest time what chemo it was, or the longest kind of this that. Did you? want to take copious notes and know everything did your mom your grandma yeah, come with you yeah in the you? beginning in the beginning because you have to sign this waiver saying i understand that this What's could happening? kill me oh yeah, yeah. you have okay. to they won't give you chemo unless, unless you sign you it, sign it. Yeah. and you you so you basically are saying i'm aware that i could yeah. go this way or this way yeah. and then they watch you very closely the first time you get chemo to see how your body's going to react. Did they give you Benadryl beforehand? Yes. Yeah. I wanted that because I wanted... Yeah, that Benny nag hit me with that Benny. And then I'd have people say, oh, I'm going to come visit. I'm like, oh, please not during my chemo. I want to be alone. Don't disturb my Benny (laughs) nag. And I'm like, you can stand there and stare at me, take a nap, but boring. (laughs) It's, you know, that Benadryl, when you take two Benadryl at night, it's that deep sleep. sleep. Imagine someone wanting to sit with you and 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 small talk. and, And imagine them going, would you like some Benny in your line first? Well, yes, I would. It's yeah. like saying, would you like a cocktail with that yes. appetizer? In fact, I would. It is. And then they put it in and you see it going. And if I, th- if it was a new nurse and some of them, they all had great bedside manners, but some of them didn't know. And then I, I would say, is that Benadryl? Did you give me the, be-? like, I was, I was more into the Benadryl than I was anything else. Cause I wanted to nap, maybe watch a little bit of Netflix. Yeah. Not. Yeah. So, so Wait, what was your chemo show? Everyone had a chemo show. Oh my God. I want to say. I don't fucking remember. What was yours? Sex and the City. Rewatched it with my eighty-four-year-old oh. grandma. Yes, Stop it. Sex and the City. Oh, you mean at home? I thought you meant where you're getting no, 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 chemo. You, I got it. I was watching oh, it in the eye on the iPad too. But uh, you rewatch a show. You need something to take your mind yes, off of it. Yes. The beeping and, and the, the nursing time. Passing Unfortunately, time. Liz will. If that's what the question is, it's YouTube and it's murder cases. Sorry, Liz. Oh, but anyway, yeah. she's like, yeah, we all need something. We to all sort need of, something. Yeah. Something light to take your mind off of it. Just go, go to relax. Yeah, mayhem, mafia. You're like, what the hell? Well, yeah, actually. Yeah, things to take is. your mind so off. So now uh, I noticed your port scar is yeah. on your chest, mm-hmm. and mine is under the inside of my arm. How did you? De- when I got my port put in, I took it. I was like, "Oh, that was nothing," and they glued it, and I, I was like, "Cool." And I drove home. I did everything alone. Feels so, weird. Feels like you have a marble, right? Uh, not at first, because my arms were so fat, I didn't feel anything. So then I was like. Don't worry, I'll lose all that weight and I'm going to feel it. But it did rise at the end of the eight months. It did come up, so I felt it. But um, when I got it out, the guy was a fucking over-explainer. So he's like, okay, now? So he's like doing things for 10 minutes and I'm white-knuckling on the bed and I can hear things and he's, I can feel pressure, but I can't see and I'm looking away and he goes, well, we got the first part out. I'm unscrewing the second. I go, but... Please stop telling. Don't don't tell me. me. Like when you go to the gynecologist and they go, now I'm going to put one finger. Now I'm going to put one. Just do it. I don't need it. Play by play. When they put yours in and did they say, okay, it's going to be in for this amount of time and then we take it out. Did you have any issues with 
and because your chest area is thin skin. It's right on your yep. col- below your collarbone, on your chest, above your breast. So they went horizontal on yours. I see they did. And I took uh, I took a uh, topless photo right before I got my port in because that was going to be the last time I saw myself without <gasps> the scar. Oh wow! And I wanted to document yeah. it because you're forever. You know, yeah. this is yeah. part of you. Yeah. And um, I there is a very popular hashtag port scar on Instagram, and oh. I looked it up before getting my surgery. Saw so all these beautiful women, some men too, who would post, mostly women though, would post their port scar with pride because it really is your, your battle wound, your scar yes. that, that shows, Hey, it's a, it's a thing that a sisterhood that yeah. it shows your survival. And some people ask you, are you going to get it lasered, lasered yeah. and, and taken Well, yours on? is a little deeper. I yeah. think it was a big, is, is, is it something that you would consider doing laser for? You know, or is it a part of you and you just, you're cool? Right now, because you never know what the future's going to yeah. hold, right? Right now, I'm okay with it. I show it on air. I don't really put makeup over it. And um, everyone knows your journey, too. Yeah. So it's not really, it's it's part of who you are. Yeah, I mean, it's some become... women have their C-section scars. Mm-hmm. Got and, that too. and it yeah. reminds them of, you know, the laborious work of having a child. And mm-hmm. I have my port scar to remind. You know what it does when I look and I see it? It reminds me who that. I am, yeah. you know, yeah. and what I've been through. And that's and wonderful. I have a question yeah. about poor, because honestly, until you went through it, I don't think I knew a lot about it. So right. it's basically so that the medication, they're not having to every single time find a vein, find a vein. And right? they can't because the, the chemo will actually burn through your skin. Oh. They have to go directly into a vein. Well, now, some people have something called a pick line, right? Yeah, so, that's what I had here. Oh, God, in the groin. That's the one I had. Oh, that, that scares me more than a And here, part. I had one here, and I had one here. Oh, my God. They couldn't get... Doesn't that feel... Did you... That that to me feels more painful than a port. I'm just going to tell you, when the guy came in at midnight to put my pick line in my arm, it was like a fishing hook, and he would pull on a vein, be like a puppet. Oh, my God. Trying oh. to find the spine no, out. To I put would it die. In. Yeah, die. it was... It was, it was and a lot. why was yours on your chest? Yours was in your arm. Oh, that's a good question. That is a so good question. Where did you get your treatment at? City of Hope. Okay, so City of Hope. And I know, I think, um, uh, is it Westwood, USC? They still do ports there. My Dr. Philomena McAndrew, uh, she's at uh, Cedars Radiation and, and Oncology. She said, well, breast cancer people, a lot of them, your chest is already going to go through a lot of reconstruction, which I couldn't. I, honestly, I, I was like, I don't care. Just double mastectomy. I would have been fine without implants. Um, I wish I hadn't in some respects because my right breast where my breast, breast cancer was because of radiation is like a bowling ball now. It's hard as it's a rock. It's encapsulated, right? It's encapsulated. So uh-huh. they said, well, we can go back in. I'm like, fuck no. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care if it's hard as a rock. Although when my son hugs me, he's like, ow, my head. That's like a bowling ball. It it's like a bonk. But we go through so much though. Yeah. We really do. It's true. But it's also like for me, a testimony. I want to tell people you, we can't, you can get through it depending on what you're, you know, have a plan maybe family members. My sister flew out a few times. I know your grandma stayed with you for my grandma all stayed of it, right? And through your 84 year old grandma. My 84 year old grandma became her. my roommate in the summer oh, in LA. Yeah, she did. And, you know, we had. We both were on prednisone. Yeah. Prednisone doesn't just make you gain weight. It makes you 
very angry. Oh. And very moody. Very moody, yeah. And yeah. God bless my mom and grandma for standing by me because I was not as pleasant as a peach. Well, <laughs> you'd never know days. that with oh. your with your videos because you really handled it beautifully. And Thank you. and I remember thinking, God, she's got so much not bravery, but just like that that cancer um envy I had. Like I wanted to be able to burst through the curtain and be like, Jazz hounds, <laughs> hello, here I am. Here I are my tits with like, no nips. Let's yeah. go backwards. Let's oh go backwards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cancer the musical. <laughs> you know what? They should. Oh, they have menopause. They have menopause the musical. Why do they Why? not have? Exactly. <laughs> I still don't have any nips, but when I say that to people, they're like, oh, you'll get. And I'm like, oh, no, I won't. I don't care. Is there anything about your situation that, you know, you would, you want to alter? Like, I'm looking at you completely healthy, fine, oh, happy, beautiful. You. I can sit and pick apart myself, but I'm like, I'm a warrior. I'm I like, know. fuck that. I've gained, I've gained weight, Me lost weight. And then, I, you know, just as soon as I was starting to work out again, quarantine happened. Uh, and I say that we went through a candemic because yeah. we had cancer and, and then, then a pandemic. Yeah. Can we get oh. a break? <laughs> That's a good way. Because it's true. It's, because we had a candemic. Now you had, I remember you, you said to me, I'm going back to work in October. And I remember thinking, Wow, like that's very ambitious of you. Yeah. What, when did you go back? I went back February. Okay. I, I, my goal then was I want to be back for Oscars. Okay. It was actually Super Bowl, but then I had caught the flu. Not um, anything related. Uh, just, no, just had the flu, but my immune system and my white blood cells were still low. So <gasps> it took me ever. Sorry to interrupt, but I have a question. Yeah. I went okay, so I went at the radio station, and then I would go to my chemo, and I'm there. It's every Friday, and I went in, and they do a little blood test before to see where your white blood yeah. cell counts are. And they came back and they said, sorry, you can't get chemo today. And I said, why? And they said, your white cell count is Unless too low. Unless the doctor signs off. Right. It I was almost, like, but ne never happened to me. But I had it after I had chemo. My white blood cells were out and they told me, don't go out. Don't, you know, if you go out, wear a why mask. Why would they be low, Jillian? So I know why mine were. Okay. And I don't know if you had this too. They gave me something called a, it was a Nulasta. New, Nulasta. New, new oh! Okay, so this is one thing they don't tell you about. Shine you your get, bones. Yes. And they would put it on the back of my arm or they'd put you it You remember, up. I filmed it and it snaps. And snaps. It so you hear, so they go, okay, so you don't have to drive all the way back into Beverly Hills because you live in the valley. We're going to do something called New Lastra. And what you're going to do is over the next 24 hours, it's go you're going to wear it on the back of your arm. Uh -huh. for And you're going to hear <laughs> at some point, tsst, and it's the needle going into Ew. your arm. Yeah. So you could be watching uh -huh. a movie. You're like, oh! Yeah, yeah. You hear it go, and it snaps. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then for the next it, it, 45 minutes, it's putting all the white blood cells back. Yeah. Well, guess yeah. what Jillian did? My first chemo, my hair falls out. <laughs> it's on. I hear, snap. Yep. And I go, oh, and I rip it off my arm. So I ripped the needle out while it was giving me my white blood Giving cell our white count. blood cells, yeah. I didn't understand. You're a difficult patient. Yeah, I, I was like, they were like, this is what, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I understand. Whatever, fucking, I got to go to the, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I know the better than you doctors. I was like, I got to get 
back to the valley. It's uh, we're gonna have traffic. So I didn't really listen to them. And then of course, so for 45 minutes, it's injecting. So you mm-hmm. don't have to go back and get a shot the oh, next day. Right, okay. right. So ours was very similar. You even gave though, me a good advice though. You said get hydration. Yes. That was the best advice. IV, IV or what? An yeah. IV. So oh. if you can, yes, the next day, just get an IV because what it does is, and that's another nice thing about a port. So a port, I would put my numbing cream on and then at work. Lidocaine. Lidocaine. Think a shout out to the big yeah. L. And then I would put saran wrap all the way around my arm for an hour and then I would drive to Cedars and then I'd get there, take it off and then they'd wipe it down and then I would never look and then because the, the needle was that long. And they go, it was, yeah. it's a long needle, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody knows because it's got to go in bleh, and then uh, the chemo. But um, lidocaine becomes your best friend. Oh, your Isn't that true? Best, I want to put that's it everywhere. everywhere right? so, so, <laughs> I just want to <laughs> bathe in lidocaine. <laughs> well, so she mentions the hydration and I would have to do lidocaine on the Saturday morning and then the nurse would come. And then I'd have my pole in the room and the animals would be with me. And the kids got so used to seeing it. Like it wasn't like it was sad or anything. They were just like, oh, there's mom, you know. And and I was really lucky to have them there. Like when you had, you say you had your grandma and mm-hmm. the kids and not not once did they cry. Not once were they sad. I'd learned out, found out later that they did. They had sure. moments. They, and our family and friends don't know how to act around us sometimes because mm-hmm. they feel the responsibility yeah. to be strong for yeah. us. Because yeah. if they're crying, it's not going to help yeah. us, and we're going to feel guilty and bad. You, you hearing know? that, Liz? Remember when you opened the door, you were yeah, crying? Yeah, I was bawling. I didn't help at all. But <laughs> I do remember when we did a podcast with your kids, yeah. and you kind of asked them, they're like, and you were like, you weren't scared. You weren't scared. They go, no, we were scared, Mom. Yeah. yeah. And you were surprised by that. But I think they kind of followed your lead, mm-hmm. and right from the get-go, you assured them that it was going to be okay. Yeah. And I think they just believed you and you didn't have breakdowns or if you did it was not in the when shower they, they couldn't see it did you have breakdown mine were in the shower away from the kids at night where i'd just be like fuck like oof. and i yeah i yeah. definitely did okay. mine were at like two or three in the morning because prednisone also keeps you up oh, at night honey. and mine honey. would be on a did I, they give you xanax or something to sleep they did prescribe me it i didn't i didn't get it and my grandma kept elbowing me saying take it you listen and grandma then, knows best but then she saw that it was the orange xanax oh, and apparently not I, the blue and she goes ooh. not that that's like tic tacs oh she knew i, oh, I she love your grandma God by the way me, they gave me the orange ones and i was like she's right it's like a tic tac it does nothing me so i was knows, like i'm grandma. gonna double up on these because they're like two of them is one blue one she's right my grandma no, my grandma's like a grandma Xanax, yeah, expert <laughs> I guess I, bar. I didn't take them because I was trying so hard we were being pumped with so many things yeah. I tried to I even said to my doctor of these 11 prescriptions yeah. what do I absolutely have to take <laughs> oh and, wow you know he then started checking things off saying oh. okay these three are absolutely necessary okay because one, were you on dexadrone or on no con- I had to take um and isn't it funny you know the names of these things I had then- 11 bottles in front of me as well in fact I still have them my sister when she visited me she goes well you don't have cancer anymore and I remember her wiping the sulfate, shelf out the sulfate, sulfate one, one yeah. yes and then the other one um to stop your period. periods and then the other well I didn't have to worry about that at that point but because I had just literally my periods were like every six months when I got diagnosed maybe once every eight months so you're younger so those things it are more yeah it takes that out of you mine were to stop um not periods nausea 
and his, oh, um, uh, what was it on, called? Uh, uh, Z, right? Doesn't it have Zaf- a- Z- Zofran. 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 Yeah. Zofran is your best friend. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny that you, you we were on the same. But my sister wiped all the, and then I was like, no, 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 no. I want these as a reminder. So I put them back up on the shelf, and I have them out as a I reminder. I have mine too. Do you? I yeah, couldn't get rid of them. Sh- I can't. I was like, how dare also, you? I, I paid a lot of money for those prescriptions. I know. I know. And I'm oh. not like you know, I'm not holding on to them for anything. No, but, it's not like they're gonna do anything. No, they're not gonna do it. Take deck. Drone, like so I'm gonna get a nice yeah. buzz off that. Yeah, the Zofran no. though, I, oh, yeah. I did take that after a night of drinking. Oh, one actually, night. that might work. Oh, yeah. one of my friends said to me who had breast cancer, "You realize you're not gonna be able to drink anymore." I was like, "What? What? That was worse than the cancer oh, diagnosis." Oh wait, you were shocked. I was like, "What is that?" It was Tracy Smith, and she's like, "You got to put that booze." I was like, "What? I can't even enjoy a glass of what? You're you're." Did they say during treatment? Because it tastes like pennies. Pennies. It tastes like copper. Yeah. It's yeah. also blood. sugar. Blood. It's also the sugar. Oh, blood. man. The sugar police on Instagram. If I'm eating a donut and they message me, oh, you shouldn't be having sweets. Excuse me. <laughs> I, asked I just had poison. Yeah. yeah. Pop through my body. I'm okay. I think a donut is okay. People, it's so funny. And I know you can appreciate mm. this. You have to have a sense of humor about yeah. it. I remember being at work one day and uh, two of my coworkers were arguing on if waxing or laser was better. And they're going back and forth. And me and my buzz cut buzz into the conversation and say <laughs> blah 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 laser and waxing but have you guys ever tried chemo <laughs> you know and they they just look because they didn't oh, they didn't hysterical. know i just got back to work they didn't know if they could laugh you, tried chemo, meaning you are bald as smooth as a baby's butt everywhere mm-hmm. like if you had a nasty chin hair or toe hair everything was gone you were smooth as a cupid ball. Even like, my cellulite was gone. <laughs> no, seriously, it was. Because, well, because it bloats you out and it makes you smooth. It attacks and... anything that grows. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I would notice, I'm oh. like, wait a minute. So your what? nails grow, it attacks that, your hair grows, and then I guess Shut your cellulite grows. Up. Okay, you're like completely I was like, teaching okay, me this. That's how I knew I was getting better. I go, okay, we got a little bit of dimples coming back through. Oh, yes, you're <laughs> like, it's, wait a minute, it's not killing. Where's that wait. fanny pack? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that fanny pack? My friend, my friend jokes and says, don't you ever wish you could just shoot it down, you know, from the waist down? <laughs> you know what? No, get that away from me. Never there might again. be something in that. Yeah. Let's well, it's amazing out. what it does. And so now, where are you in your journey? I always say journey because, you know, yeah. I, uh, people say, oh, cancer-free. Yeah, you talk about the cancer cops. I once said I was cancer-free and I got attacked and I was oh. like, well, fucking call. you can call it remission. I call it cancer-free. You fucking do you. I'll do me. It's like when you say I'm getting a C-section, which I said with my son when I was on Good Day LA. And the, the police came out and they're like, oh, she's so vain. I go, if it makes you all feel better, I had Ruby through the vag. My son... <laughs> has cords wrapped around, and he's a marginal birth. So if you want him to die, I'll, yeah, I'll have him out the vagina. For you. Fuck you. I get very angry. Well, I got angry when people, if I had a day where I was sad about my hair, and you hear people that never went through it say, it's just hair. Mm. It's, it's not just hair. It, it's a reminder that you were sick and losing yeah. your eyebrows and losing your eyelashes. You know, that's what it is. It's not just hair. It was my hair. And my mother had to watch it come out and clump yeah. when she was brushing it's it for me. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. She's watching her daughter. Yeah. She lost her mother to breast cancer, my mom. Oh. Then she has her oh only God. daughter get cancer. <gasps> and she's watching oh. my hair coming out Poor and clump. It's, it's bigger it's, than it's that. It's bigger than that. And I think people, I, I sometimes I think they feel like they're doing, they're just like, okay, meaning they mean well by it. Like, 
like it's going to grow back. Mm, I get that. And I understand yeah, that. Right. But we know how science works. We do. And, right. But to, to sort of trivialize it or to. Right. Yeah. Minimize that's tough. It. Minimize. Yeah. Or, or, and I love when also, these people wait, say, I keep I it short. Um, excuse me with your hair extensions telling me to keep my. <laughs> you first, <laughs> Sheila. You first. How about yeah. that? I <laughs> have been through that as well. Like it's good for me, but not for them. They're like, no, I need my extensions. The right. other thing is I think, you know being in this business and having it be a glamorous kind of business-ish. Oh, yeah. To lose your hair, for me to lose my breasts, well, they give you some fake ones, whatever. And I never had fake tits. I, I was not like into this, but everyone kept saying, I was like, I don't think I want them. They're like, yes, you do. Like everyone was like, you have to get them because you're Jillian Barbary and you're known for, I'm like, I don't really care to you're be honest a, you're with you. are on TV. You yeah. have a certain. I, I wasn't. I was like, I'm on the radio. I don't care. And so, but it's a femininity. It's part of your femininity and it is part of your history and yeah. your, right. And so you see it go. I remember brushing it out. It felt good because I did have hair extensions. And when it was coming out, I was brushing it with one of those um, Mason Pearsons. And I go, oh, Ooh, yeah. this feels good to brush through You the fancy. Whole... Yeah, fancy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, I haven't felt my scalp in 10 years. It isn't, it, isn't it that moment that yeah. you see your scalp for the first time? It's, it's pretty weird. Wow. Because you don't know what it looks like. And how did you feel? Well, yours was great. And did you, you feel? You a pretty good scalp, too. Yeah. No, I did. And Ruby was great. I mean, I was like a little off but the But you top. never know. Could have been wacko. Could have been and. You know, when they, you get to that point, you're like, okay, this is what it is. I had made that decision. I wasn't going to do the cold cap. When you make peace with it, it's still fine until, like I said, you lose everything else. Then it's jarring. Then you're like, wow. It is. The, I was more, I think, upset over the eyebrows because it is Same. exactly what you said. Yeah. The hair, you still have your eyebrows. You can do your eye makeup. You can wear you a did. wig or you a hat. You always did turbans did and turbans, fun scars. Yeah. As soon as you lose your eyebrows. You look sick. Yeah. You look sick. Yeah. Now, when you... Okay, so I remember you saying you wanted to go back in October. I was like, wow, she is ambitious. And I love that about you. But it's hard because you can't... The timeline, the schedule, your body isn't on that. It doesn't... So you go back in February. How was it for you to be back? Because you were so open with your journey. Yeah. Was it just like another day or was it like, okay, I... This is a first step towards my back to my normal yes, life. Yes, and, and that's what I thought for three weeks. Until then, they said, "Hey, there's this thing with the coronavirus <gasps> happening. Oh. Um, we want to have you try working from home." And I was very, very against it at first. I, I said, I, "No, don't put me." I just, I was just there. Don't send me back. Don't send me back. I got a dog walker. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. And they said, "No, you know, because because we were higher risk. You know, were higher risk because yeah. we're a cancer." survivors and recent cancer survivors. Yeah. What you said about the cancer-free. Yes. I mean, you're supposed to wait, what is it, the five years yes. before you can five officially years. say That's you're cancer-free. You say you're mm -hmm. in remission. So I want to bring up something before I forget. I was on the, um, this is another thing people don't realize they do that they do. You bring up about the, hey, you know, how have you guys tried the chemo? So I have a friend who's very healthy. She has a daughter who's very healthy, who's 35. Her husband is very healthy. He's 35. They all got the shots. So she messages me very innocently and says, have you had your shot yet? I'm like, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for frontline. I'm fucking playing the game, right? She goes, I go, how did you, what? You, you're a stay-at-home fucking rich lady. What are you talking about? She goes, no, you just say that, you know, you're a frontline worker. I go, what? And she goes, yeah, I got it. My daughter got it. Her husband got it. I'm like, but they're 35 and healthy. She's like, no big deal. Just lie. And I was like, what mm. the fuck? So she gave me a form and I said, the first thing it says is, do you have cancer? Well, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't. I can't say, yes, I currently have cancer when I don't. I'm right. not doing. So and I you said, wouldn't no. want to say that. I wouldn't. And no. I'm just, I'm not, I, I, I wanted frontline workers. I wanted teachers, the people who had 
like or those who currently yeah. have cancer of right because we know how weak the immune system is and how low their white blood cell count are they and ours are better so i went on a tirade and you must amanda must have seen it because you you literally like within five minutes i saw it on twitter she goes okay she goes you need a shot i just got my first we are now eligible. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Because I was finally eligible. These people were... They right. opened it up to those who are cancer survivors oh, as well. right. Yeah. So this woman wasn't. So I'm like, you got it before me. Like, I... I lost my shit. Some people are unscrupulous and they just jumped the line. Well, they didn't make it super clear, I have to say. Even even my doctor said they're not making it, they're not stating if it's currently or if you've had. They just said cancer. So she Mm. immediately says, I got you. So (gasps) she starts going on all, I don't know what that, what did you, because she literally five minutes later, she goes, here's your appointment. It's in Pomona. I'm like, I will drive to Oregon. I don't care. Were you like, where is Pomona? Yeah, no, I knew because I did the race stuff. Uh But I said, fine. Yeah, I'm there. I will go to Pomona. If it weren't for you, I think I would have had a meltdown. Ruby came in. I was bawling. And I was like, I play the game fairly and this is fucking bull. I didn't say that in front of her, but I was like, it's not fair. She's like, mom, it's okay. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And then you immediately saved me and got me in. So I go for my second one next Wednesday. Yeah. Did you already same. do? No, I'm right. I'm the same week as you. Cause okay. we, ac- I actually booked your appointment the day I got my first one. And I just want to say it was very important for me to help you because there were people, and I'm sure you can relate during cry. our journey that said, if you need anything, let me know. And you never ask them for anything because I'm not going to text you at three in the morning to get me a pizza. Cause I'm hungry. Cause I'm on prednisone. prednisone yeah. But I, I, I remember texting somebody that did say, if I need anything, let them know, because they had a hookup with a doctor. Wow. And they were offering an appointment to oh, anyone who needs it. God. And then when I text that person for that appointment, they weren't there. Their response was, go on a drugstore website and find one. What? Okay. Mm. So I remember that. That's Check. okay. Oh, I can do it for you if you want. No, no, no. It's all good. That's okay. Wow. Thank you. Really? I got this now. I remember now. So, okay. I remember you said, if I need anything. Okay, that's fine. I went on and I found my own. I went to Dodger Stadium and got it. You said you needed it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna be that person to you. I was gonna help you, and I was gonna see it through. There's a difference between saying you're gonna help somebody mm-hmm. and doing it. And I've learned the difference, and I'm sure you have through our journey. And the people that are doers are the ones I want to surround myself with. Well, thank you. Not the great tourists. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just, it saved me. I was having a literal breakdown. I, I was crying. And I'm not a crier, but I was crying. And I, I said to my daughter, it's just not fair. And then you got it for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I've got an appointment now. And I'm going. And it was just so, it came at the right time. Because I literally was having a meltdown. And and, and it's not. Like worse e- than this. No, but it, and it's, they, it wasn't super easy. You know, a lot of people were inundating the site. And it was getting really busy. And like you said, a lot of people that maybe wasn't their turn we're booking appointments. And I just want to give a shout out to everyone who is waiting their turn and letting yes. those who need it first. Thank you. Get it when they need it. Because thanks to them, we got our, our yes. shots. And that's a great point to make. To make If you're playing the game by fairly, the rules and yeah. fairly, yeah, you're helping people like us who are who are on that list of, of you know, pre-existing conditions. And so, yeah, that was huge for me because I... I I'm, that really touched me because honestly... And I don't mean this in like, oh, it was nothing. I was happy to do it for yeah. you. And you were so, so cute and you were thanking me. And I really, <laughs> it was my pleasure to make sure that you were vaccinated. I have to say, you are so kind to me during my journey. You were always available to me. You gave me a heads up on some things that I wouldn't have known 
had it not been for our connection. So thank you, Michelle, yeah. for introducing me to That must have been weird for you Jillian. to have two friends that have cancer, right? Like, I mean, was that weird? Because you were so cool. Yeah. yeah you were diagnosed. Oh, I was kind of cool when I was diagnosed. Everybody's crying. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Right. For those of you who don't know what Michelle's saying, she's saying Jillian is so beautiful and even bald, <laughs> like stunning. And even with the weight gain, incredible. Uh, now, she's saying how it affected her. And you're like, she's a tough, you know, girl. You are funny. Hard. I will say, I can, what Michelle was saying is a friend. Yeah. You didn't let a lot of us. <laughs> it was hard for us to be sad even with you because you came at it so positive and up. You, you, I'd take a phone call or I'd see you and I'd hang up and I'd look at my husband and be like, oh my God. And I, I'd start crying, but you wouldn't. Yeah. So a lot of times what Michelle was saying that she went to Amanda and said, oh my gosh, my girlfriend and yeah, talked right. about it. Yeah. So you, you know, we had a, a life coach in here and oh, we, one of the yeah. lessons Jillian needs to learn yeah. is that people, she needs to let people help her. Yeah. Because yeah. she wants to do it on her own right. and she doesn't want to let people yeah. help her even emotionally. Yeah. So I've always said, and I can totally relate to Michelle said, I come over, you know, we were, we really reconnected in a very strong way a couple of years ago. So when all this was happening, I come over and she'd be like, it's gonna be great. This nap, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I leave there and be like, I guess it's gonna be okay, but it sounds awful. <laughs> so but you were a good friend. Oh God, yeah. And and I've heard great Absolutely. things about you. And she was a good friend. And yeah. she was somebody who we talked. Came to the and hospital. She was like, "What's really happening?" And I go, "I don't think it's good." But you wouldn't know that talking to Jillian. Like she's got, she's handling it, but still because you don't let a lot of people in and support you, right? Like, like when it's, there are many people that say, "Like I'll go to your chemo appointment with you." Mm. No, no, I didn't want to visit her. I don't want this. Yeah, well, let me bring food over to you this weekend. The food, I'd say, yeah. The food, I did Postmates, right? But no, here's there's oh, I know. a meal yeah. train. I go, oh, let me set yeah. up a meal train for you. Yes, I you did a meal train. She was oh, very yeah, helpful, boss. but I did. You were probably I let you in most of all out of everybody. But what I was going to say is, I remember, and I want. I'm curious for you. And uh, backtracking. So the day I got my port out, he unscrews it. Blah, blah, and I went to the car and I was shaking. And I gave the valet guy my ticket. And I was like, why am I shaking? And I drove all the way back to the valley shaking. And I don't know what that was. I felt lightheaded and scared. I'm like, oh, I guess that's what it was. It was a symbolic, okay, you're done. And I'm like, oh, but what if the cancer's still in me, right? You're Do always afraid of relapse. That's why that's it's so it insensitive when people say to you, you're better now, move on. You're better, get over it. What do you mean? People say that to you? Uh, they say it in, in an indirect way. You would wow. indirect way and also behind your back, behind your back. And that's, you find out indirectly. That's, wow. And that they, you know, Horrible. don't want to be the one that posts about it all the time or move on or put it in the in your rear view mirror. Yeah. And, okay, but are you there at midnight when my foot starts to itch and <gasps> the thoughts running through my head and I have to wake up the next morning, put on a smile. Yeah. And oh my God, and be on TV. And now that's a whole other. So I sort of got a pass by being on the radio. So I could go in with no hair. I'd put a little hat on because it was cold and no, no makeup. I mean, there were times when I thought I looked fine, but you'd see people in the hallway. They're like, hi, 
hi. You know that sort <laughs> right. of hesitation. Yeah. They're like, take. fuck, you're green and you're bloated and whoa. Gray. Doc, I was gray. gray. I think gray. Yeah. Is that what I was, Liz? I had a gray pallor. Oh, I remember one time yes, you said it was to me. A light gray with a tinge of green. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I worked with Dr. Drew, and the good thing that I was able to do was he would look at the, the stitches on my breast and he would look at my, you know, check my pulse every day. He would try to help me in some way. And it made me feel like, okay, like, yeah, I'm okay to be here. But did you, um, it's different to go back and be on TV, a, a beautiful woman known, you're smart and funny, but you're like me, you don't want to be known for other things. Okay, if you're pretty on top, if somebody thinks that, great, whatever, who cares. But truthfully, when you go back and you, you're ready, mm-hmm. did you feel, even for a short time because of COVID, did you feel like raw, naked? in front of the camera at all or I, because you would it was a new some- me it was i had a I, I kept looking at pictures of zoe kravitz and halsey to try to get that <gasps> oh, buzz cut confidence She's so ballsy because people she has people would say to me oh, are you gonna wear a wig it was the hair oh. was a very big topic when you go back to work how are you gonna wear my hair because it was so wait funny. what do you mean wearing it short is not an is, was so not funny. an option and i said did you I'll even buy heard. a wig I, I had wigs. I didn't really like them. I'm not. Okay. It was like wearing spanks on your head, <laughs> you know. And it, you got hot. I you just, heard that. You just couldn't wait to well, take it, knows. take like, it off. We've you know, had guests here before, and then I just they, as soon as they're out the door, I'm like, I rip that sucker that's off. That's how it felt with, especially in the summer, with your with your wig. And I just, it was funny to me because I even had a couple people go, "Will they let you?" Not Ooh. wear a wig. Whoa! And you remember, people would ask me that question. Oh my let me, god! Let, will you let me? Like you know, you never. Is but it, part of you is like who you are, and embracing like you've taken everybody on the journey. I'm like the jig's up. I yeah. posted it on social media. Oh you know, everyone knows I shaved my head. How fun! Would it be to have the audience watch my hair grow, grow back, back with me? And that's exactly what's happening. So, did you feel? Um, I always felt like your hair, I would see in these cute styles. I'm like, hi, did you have to try different styles? Like I, Liz knows, I have have two styles, zero in here. And people tell you if they like it or not. Oh, they're very. They'll they'll DM you and say, not today with that one. (laughs) Or like a little too much with this one. Try to put you know headbands or barrettes and they, people will let you know. And, and but yours uh, grew, yours was growing in. I noticed it more wavy and then yeah, it got curls. It was really thick and gorgeous. Is thanks. it thick? Because mine's thicker now. Is yours thicker now, or is it? Did you always have thick hair? I've always had thick hair. I can't tell if I have the same amount of hair yet because it's still short. Yeah. I well, think when it it's gets getting to your collarbone. I girl. mean, louder. I mean, <laughs> 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 what was that? Wait. So do you let it dry on its? I'm sorry, girl. I did. I did. I did. Let it dry. This is, this is completely air dry. Do you, excuse me, do you use products? Are we talking? Oh my gosh, I use products. I take hair vitamin. I put castor oil on. Shut up. My... Are you lying to me now? No. I, on oh. the weekends, I'll do coconut oil and I'll do a oh. Q-tip of castor oil and just put it in the front. On the root? What like, is that? Hair line? Yeah, what is, yeah, I've heard line. of this old Hollywood used to use well, castor yeah, oil. Castor oil. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, is it, it's on a social media secret. If you put castor oil on, you know, a mascara brush or a Q-tip on your eyebrows, it's supposed to be a natural. Because your eyebrows are super wait, thick, girlfriend. Wait, wait. Thank you for way. saying that. It's supposed to be a natural <laughs> what? Uh, hair. Hair growth? Stimulant for your, oh. to grow hair. Yeah. A lot of people swear by castor oil. Yeah. Like I've heard that forever. Be like, I'm like, here's a new shampoo for you. And he's like, what the <laughs> yeah. hell is this? Yeah. Castor oil. It's weird. like syrup. It's thick and clear. Yeah. And you put it on and you got to be careful because a little dab will do you. Well, let me ask oh, you. Your brows look that. very thick. And you're saying, they, thank you. Because, no. Was that one of your areas? I, I don't that, think they came back 100%. 
that's the one. I actually just posted about it today. I'm actually on the fence contemplating microblading. Okay. Well, listen, no judgment. I remember I, I don't was know tweezing my hair. Like, some people go, no. Some uh, people, yeah. I always just do me. And I remember being in a mirror and I was my first time tweezing and I started bursting out laughing. And yeah. I was, because I was grooming right. and I go, oh. Oh my God, I'm tracing right. my eyebrow. Who right. am I? Do you ever right? stop yourself from complaining yes. about a bad hair day too? Because you remember what it was like having a shiny Mr. Clean dome. Oh God. And you said, I'm never going to complain about another hair, bad hair day when I get my hair. And then sometimes during the growth process. Oh, the growing, the growing out is not mm -hmm. fun sometimes. You get the stages, right? It's like growing oh, yeah. out bangs where it's like that fugly stage. My Linda Ronstadt phase. Oh, yeah, with like the back fade. Yeah. And the Florida, you know, Betty Jane, Boop. How about J uh, Jane Fonda? Maybe you're too young. And Clute. No, I do, yeah. She had that shag and then the flip did he do Oh, yeah. Betty yeah. Boop yeah. and everything. And then I love how people ask, are you going to grow it long again? I liked your horse shacks stage that's, oh. that's what you called it did i yes how dare we you. always name our stages how don't we how dare you how oh. dare i not <laughs> you are the one that called it that you, we have to name them we had my zoe i had my zoe kravitz i like stage. that you said you had the, the, like i love the halsey because halsey like i'll look at oh, some women yeah. ball i'm like she rocks that. Yeah. Like pink She's 23. always has really yeah. short hair. Totally. Yeah, there's yeah. So, even, even Demi Miley, Moore. Demi Moore. Yeah. Miley Cyrus can yeah. wear them Now it's trendy. A yeah. year after. I know, right? What the and masks, too. <laughs> remember we were out wearing masks in 2019? Oh, my gosh. People, I, I remember he said, if you walk your dog, wear a mask. And I was out there and I called my friend. This was July of 2019. I said, I'm so afraid people are going to look at me funny. If someone walked up to me on the street and said, in nine months, people are going to look at you funny if you don't wear a yeah, mask. Yeah, everyone's going to be lower my meds because you're crazy. <laughs> wow. Now, are you on anything as we speak? No, no. my med freak. No, wood, wood, wood. Yeah, me too. Nothing. Isn't that a nice feeling? It's a great, it's the best feeling not to have a regime, like a regimen with your pills. pills. Myself bottles. a shot, shot, yeah. the All blood thinning bottles. shots. I had to horrible. Get, yeah. So now, did you have to do those every week? In or? my tummy. Yeah, until they finally gave me a, a pill for it, because I'm starting to get, you know, bruised and mm -hmm. sore and tender. Mm -hmm. So now you're back full time. Mm -hmm. You're back doing. Are you? You're doing junkets. You're. Yeah. Did, do Do any of the celebrities say to you, "I've followed your journey," or like you look great, or because you have such a vibrancy about you? Did you? I'm sure I, a couple in the beginning, and then now I, I don't think they recognize me because I'm a different person every uh -huh. time I pop because <laughs> of the hair. It's some days I'm curly, some days Have I'm... Have you ever blown it out oh, yeah. straight? Oh, okay. yeah. I like to switch it up. You know, you get people that say, leave it curly, and then you get people that say, blow it out. Yeah. It's like, excuse <laughs> me. I will. I'm a Gemini. I will do as so I want. So I will do what I want. If I want to mix it up, I will. And I, well, If I want to wear a bald cap, fuck you. I know. A headband, <laughs> accessory. Don't you love to when the people... People that they have naturally curly hair and they won't be caught dead seen with the curly hair but they'll tell you you should leave a curly again oh. you first Sheila you <laughs> rock the curls I'm, I'm doing it meanwhile they're getting the Brazilian meanwhile they're getting keratin on the reg yeah, yeah it's, I'll isn't that funny it right so you know we talk about uh, cancer and I think sometimes you have a great sense of humor about it or you can face it in a different way and I think you faced it head on with a great you attitude too. yeah thank you, you uh, it's a very nice compliment to have and, and and, and it's a it's a hard thing sometimes in the when you're alone. I feel like it's hit me now more after COVID, where every once in a while I'll be doing something and I'll stop and I'll go, I had cancer. Like I know. If I, it's like what? Who's that girl? She had cancer. I know. Or somebody else talk about cancer. Or they go, I go, oh, they had cancer. Wait a minute, so did I. Like it's almost like I, I know. I've I've it was a separate 
person that went through that and I was like, fucking get it over with girl so we can get back to being me. And I, I was like, crazy. I posted a throwback photo yesterday and it was me with my longer hair and I was going through photos and I put, you know, I was just going through all photos, not to feel bad about myself because let's face it, sometimes we do, yeah, but just human. to get a sense of normalcy again. It was yeah. me in a hotel room in New York. I would say 75% of the comments were saying, but I love your hair now. I didn't say anything about my hair. Oh, isn't that I just said I wanted to get a sense of normalcy again. And I was yeah. in a hotel room and I was traveling. Yes, I had my longer Long, hair, right. but I didn't mention it. But people right away saying, oh, but I love your curly and, short hair now. And, and again, you know that the people who I feel you surround yourself with people. There are strangers that rally for you. And too. they mean well. They, they mean do. Absolutely. I have to say they mean well. But I didn't, mention, I didn't mention my hair in that post. Right. You know, right. And um, you, you want it to be in the rear view at times and people yeah it's not that it defines you and it will never have to but it's certainly part of us it doesn't yeah exactly it doesn't define you but it refines you to to how you think and and what yeah. matters oh for sure you don't sweat the small stuff as much you either don't sweat the small stuff or any little thing will just yes take you off yes it's either or and is it do you find that you have less tolerance with people that i do yes like the <laughs> Yeah, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, I do. With, oh, the, with their, yeah. some of their, yeah. Yeah, and the unsolicited yeah. this mm. and that, and you should do this diet, and you should try that. Like, you know, for vegan, why aren't you vegan? Why are you eating meat? Or, yeah. you know, just so everyone has an opinion. Now you are, you're back at your house. Is your grandma and your mom, they're back in Vegas? They're in Vegas, yeah. That's and also a nice feeling like, okay, they feel comfortable enough to go. You're back at work. Yeah. There's some set, sense of normalcy. You've got yeah. your... Your, your life, your dog, you're doing. Yeah. And I'm jealous. Like they get to do good day LA from home. I'm like, damn, I could have done that from here. That would be so much <laughs> fun. But I love your attitude. Like, no, I was, I've been here forever. I want to yeah. go back. Now I love it because Studio Salas, I'm now accustomed to my lighting situation. Oh. So I joke that when I go back to work, I'm oh, putting my ring be... lights on wheels. Oh yeah. Honey, <laughs> should. HGT with like high def is not yeah, a complimentary. Well, I hope they've got new lighting people from the last time I was there because they would bitch about oh don't even start me no. but anyway no it's about because you get to do your own like you get to you're like yeah i'm tweaking well, we this i'm controlling yeah. my my shot and you yeah. should and it's my your background image. and yeah and because I, think about instagram it. and you think about it's like all these beauty filters and you're like that's not real that's not real and you start to live in this especially as you're getting fatter on steroids or you're oh. bald and then you're moon looking face at, right the moon, moon face, face moon pie face and then i had to stop going on instagram because you feel so you don't even feel ugly you feel like a fucking ogre oh yeah especially and if you're known for having it together or looking cute. And you see cute. girls size two f face tuning. Why are you face tuning, <laughs> Sheila? Why are you face tuning? You're not on prednisone. It's so true. You follow these models and you know, these influencers. Yeah. Everybody face tunes. We had one girlfriend that was famous for like making herself skinny. Oh my God. But only so, herself, but, but nobody oh, else. So then, oh, that's so, so rude. Then, but the worst is it doesn't, if it takes from, if it takes from her, it will Get, actually add to somebody <laughs> else. So the person has to be warped. But the one time we were all in a cabana together and she faced herself, but my husband was right next to her and she put a filter on herself with like eyelashes. So my other girlfriend snaps Mark and just zooms it on him. And Mark has fake eyelashes and lipstick no. on. And my husband's like, what the fuck did you do to me? And my girlfriend like has never taken it down. And every like couple months, my girlfriend will just send me the screenshot of Mark's face like that. 
Oh, no. It is so, like, yes, you have to be careful with face tuning. And most of what you see online is not accurate. Okay, right so. now True. on TikTok, there's a really funny one. It's all fillers, and the women have the big fat, and they're like, yeah, hi, I'm all natural, right? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Is that, where is that filter? And then the other one was, like, the girls with the white dots under there, and they look gorgeous. Uh, and I, and then they, they, they'll go, this isn't real. There's a lot of girls being really real now. They're like, yeah. don't look at me. I don't look. I don't even look like this. And then they go outside the filter. Have you seen that yes, one? Yes, yes. And they look normal? Yes. It's Be- kind of, you We know, need that. To, we need that. To normal. remind us. a push back on perfection after everything we've been through this last I agree. year. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. So now your life is good for you. What are your next, if you have goals in the next five, like for me, it's just to be here and be healthy with my family. Do you have something ha- that you want to ch- achieve, strive for? Would you like to be married one day? Uh, I would like to be married. I'd like to have a kid and I'd like to hit that five year. Yeah. Nice. Remission. Yeah. Mark. yeah. You know, yeah. that that's always the number yeah. one thing on my list. So what's your date? In other words, what was your announcement date? <laughs> like you're having a baby. <laughs> you're going, you're getting married. What's your announcement yeah. date? Well, it's my cancer June date. June 17th, 2019, I was diagnosed. October 13th, 2019 was my last day of chemo. So is it from your last day of chemo? It's five years from that? I it, that's when they um basically tell I think tell so you right? yeah I mean my scan was in November and they said you're in full remission but I October 13th is the day I celebrate as cancer free because it's the last day you have to be plugged in to that poison oh, oh honey to me that is mine was it's funny you say that because I was diagnosed October 25th I had my double mastectomy uh two weeks later November 9th and then I started my chemo January 1st and I went to August and then stopped chemo no, almost September, and then I started radiation. So I did six weeks of radiation. So that would be take me to like September first. So that would be of twenty twenty, right? I think no, tw- twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so you were twenty nineteen. We so were the same this year. September will be two. two let me do the math. 2019, yeah, twenty nineteen. <laughs> twenty. That'll be three. Two years. Two years. Two it'll years. Be two it'll years. Be two years. Everybody. Yeah. Two. I counted two. It'll be two got, years for but we're, yeah. we're same year, so it'll yeah. be two years. And you know, <laughs> you, so two years and then plus three. Is yeah. Yeah. Two. Wow. Yeah. So twenty twenty four. We want to get to twenty. Uh, math. Let me do the math. That we have here is really 19, impressive. Wow. Twenty twenty one. Twenty. Two twenty. I have oh, twenty You're counting twenty nineteen as one. Should I not? You no, know, you're no. You're right. You're right. Twenty nineteen is one year. So if we make it to twenty twenty three, which we will, right. we'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. I count it because twenty twenty was one year for me. So oh. then I do four years from my one year. Let's do it again then. Yeah. That oh takes us God. to twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty four. I mean. No, I'm not drinking anything. But you know, I want to I want to give you a shout out because you say that I was public on social media. And yes, I was because you know you feel like we have this following, and sure. what's it for if we can't use it to help oh, people? Hundred percent. You being very open mm-hmm. has helped so many people. I hope so. Thank you. The raw, the real. You know, I did post my my the tatas. ridiculous. The alliteration, though. I am a fan of alliteration <laughs> and the power of three. Yeah, same here. But well, you are, and it's important. You know, you feel a responsibility or a sense of sisterhood. Yes. When you oh, when Michelle called me and said, "Would you mind?" I was like, "What?" She got yes, of course. I was like, uh, "Yeah." And that's what our friend Steve Holzer said: is the the yeah. the one benefit of getting it is the ability to help someone else. It's so true, isn't it? And do you still talk to Steve? Mm-hmm. He's actually such a did nice, his podcast too. He's such a great guy. And did you guys talk a lot about cancer? We did. Anything? We did. He, you know, we we share side effect stories because the the worst 
side effect for me for chemo was the mouth sores. And I know you didn't, did you not, you didn't have I those as bad. I chewed ice chips. You, yeah, you did the ice chips. They said, you gotta chew, if you don't want to have sore, oh, it's the red devil. And they said, if you don't chew ice chips, you get sores. And I was oh. like, oh, I don't want that. I want to be able to eat food. So anyway, I did the ice chips and I never had one sore. You did? I had so many. Oh, honey. They were so bad. Did you not do the ice chips? I, you, you have to do them. I, well, I remember I had 24-7 chemo, so I would have had to That's have ice true. chips in my mouth 24-7. You can't wow. do that. Yeah, I can't. So oh. I tried with the popsicles, but, and oh. you know, you see that on Sex in the City with Samantha. No, it's just not. No, oh, that that's was... right. She had breast cancer. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit balls. I forgot mm -hmm. about that. Did she have chemo? Did she have... Did she, she did. And remember, she was getting the hot bump. on stage. She took oh, off her wig. That's right. And then everyone else stood up and took off their <laughs> wigs. Right. <laughs> Is that one, one of the reasons that you decided Sex in the City was going to be your show? I just love that show. It's one oh, of those shows I can, I can uh, watch. My it. go to. Yes. Is it? Because E will usually start at around 11 30 at night and it will go to like three in the morning. Yes. If I have insomnia, that is dangerous. Really? It's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely storylines. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's this one again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this burger. Ooh. It's the burger posted story. Ooh. What's that? Ooh. One of the boyfriends, not my fave. So. I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah. Yeah. But they're. Dee, 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 dee. I love that. Oh, movie. I can watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm very happy it's coming back again. What? They're going to do another movie. Yeah, the second. Oh, no, movie. Short, they're doing a, a short series. A short series. Yeah. So much to look forward to, ladies. So much. So, all right. Well, listen, we're gonna. We've kept you here long enough, and uh, by that I mean you, Liz and Man. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. It's funny because when you get around another cancer survivor, it's a different language. Just, yeah. But it's funny because you brought up so many things today. I had almost forgot about. I was like, oh my god, yes, it's so great to talk to a fellow uh, survivor warrior. And that's the other thing when you go um. Uh, you battled, you battled that, and they go, oh, my friend battled. What, she wasn't a strong enough fighter? Because she died. And you're like, okay. Oh, yeah. That, Remember I, those ones? You know what? I made sure to, to, to tell my producers when Chadwick Boseman passed away to not say lost his battle. Oh, God, Nobody yes. loses their that's battle. Right. They're all warriors. You yes. just can say, you know, passed away from. Yes. that's so. You, you become more sensitive to yeah, the speak. That is. one blew me away. I'm going to say yeah. I bawled my eyes out. He yeah. did four oh. movies with, yeah. with, with cancer. Talk about the, strong. Talk about strong. You know, oh he didn't my. just play a superhero. He was a superhero. He was a superhero. Think about, they said that he did so many of those stunts, and I'm like, what? And mm -hmm. then when was he doing chemo? And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, there are people that just rise, um, as Oprah would say, rise to the occasion, rise above it. These people are in a whole other universe, That's right? That's right. And people so, were commenting on his weight because he was losing weight and they didn't know. Yeah. And a lot of people felt bad afterwards because of he course. was going through it. See, and that's a great example. You don't know what anyone else is that's going through. Right. You're open about it. I'm open about it. But there are people walking around right now that are afraid to tell their employers that are probably battling it privately, quietly for yep. their own reason. And yeah. God bless them. They're allowed. It's your life. You do you. So be sensitive, a little more, right? Because yeah. you don't know what someone else is battling. There's no handbook that says this is the right way to handle cancer. Yeah. It's so personal and everyone has their own path. I remember people were saying, when are you going to announce it? When are you going to say? Wow. I, and I wanted to get that second opinion confirmed of so my you diagnosis. you did get a second. I did. I, I, well, because I you went to the holistic, okay. Well, well I went to that hospital in Glendale and then they told me to transfer to City of Hope because there was a hematologist, which Holy. hematologist is an oncologist that For specializes blood. in blood cancer. Okay. But you you got everything thrown at you so quickly. You must have been like your head was spinning. People were saying, did you harvest your eggs? And I said, I didn't have time to time. order eggs, let alone <laughs> harvest them. I, got, oh. I was in on Monday. I started chemo on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I had four days to grasp it.
Oh my God. Biopsy Tuesday, results confirmed Thursday, chemo Friday. That is, the, that's faster than anyone that I've heard of. And I've talked to a lot of people in the cancer. That is unheard of. That's warp speed. That is, it cr- is. I'm the, to, to, so that's the physical. And I know we're going to wrap things up, but imagine what mentally that does people. So again, people might look a certain way on the outside, but you yeah. don't know what's going on internally with their brain, right? That part. Yep. Absolutely. Inside. I, I, I got depression after way after cancer i love that you said that yeah because people want to rally for you while you're going through treatment but you're so focused on getting better Better. that you don't have time to sulk as much yeah it's that transition into normal life again after you're done that you need the most support yeah i felt so true everyone leaves the texts stop coming in as much the phone calls your family goes home which i mean they had to go home so i understand yeah and then, you, but you're better. Your hair's growing back. Yeah. You're back to work. You're better. But, wow. you know, you're just transitioning. So well put. So well put. Because I think that's mentally mm-hmm. where things start to kick in. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I've been, have dealt with recently, actually. But, uh, but Amanda, you're an incredible person. Amanda Salas. You can follow her on every bloody platform there is. Are you on TikTok, too? I I'm just on TikTok, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm discovered on TikTok, it. I'm on Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, oh, like, you need more friends. I mean, like, all of it. You got to keep I Man. know. <laughs> and she's telling us that, dear God. I'm on LinkedIn, everybody. <laughs> just, just, just kidding. I want to end it with, I want to end it with, listen, because you said LinkedIn. Yeah. Let me just give a little advice. Forget who your boyfriend's following on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Watch who he's following on LinkedIn, okay? Oh. Watch your man's LinkedIn account. That's where I want to end Forget it. all the cancer talk. Let's end on that note. Watch because- your man's LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Salas, thank you so much for joining us. It is a treasure to have you here on this episode of Ask Jillian. I know we did a lot of cancer talk. We could have done a lot more Hollywood talk, but I feel like we live here. This was our real life, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's not just us talking shop and work. We got to really yeah. talk... The the real, the, the raw, and the, the ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of my next album. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank, Thank you Michelle for having Paul me. Free. Michelle, Michelle Paul Free. Thank, Thank you. Bringing it all together, yes, girl. The glue. We, sh- we should mention, because you said Steve Holzer. Oh, they're going to kill me. This is the 20th time I've tried to wrap things up. But you mentioned <laughs> Steve Holzer. So Holzer was a producer on Good Day LA. Yes. Michelle Paul Free, how long have you been at Good Day LA now? Be 23 years. She's celebrating her Jordan year. Oh, my God. Did she tell you how she got on the show? No, wait, is that how you... It's so whole circle. So, yeah. Really? Another oh, episode, that's another episode. But no, she we sent... have to have you on, Michelle. That's she... a whole yes. other... Yes. Oh, my All God. Right. All right. She no, sent um... in a tape, and I was like, as she was Jillian on the tape, and I was like, we got to hire that bitch because she's really funny. Oh, yeah. she is funny. Yeah, she is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. She's got... And when she doesn't even try to be funny. Yeah. That's when she's the funniest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Michelle, I'm so glad that you came. Now we can all go out and hopefully, you know, find a table to have a little nosh. And, and have some sugar-free dinner. Sugar-free and dinner. no alcohol. No alcohol. That's right. Not at all. <laughs> thank all you right. for having me, thank for real. So this was much. really healing to yeah. talk with you about it. Thank you so much. I didn't expect to cry so much, but you held it together it's very cathartic. well. cathartic. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Thank Amanda you, Jillian. Salas. Thank you, Lizzie. Besitos. <laughs>